Is this a spiritual podcast? <laughs> sure is. You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio, the realest conversation on spirituality, finding your truth, and creating a life that honors your soul. I'm your host, Megan Hale, and together we'll grow in more faith, more love, and doing our holy work in the world. We've always been holy, and we were born to be wild. Permission to be both is granted. Happy Monday, friends, and welcome back to another episode on Wild and Holy Radio. This week, I wanted to pick up where we left off with Andrea Johnson last week on finding your voice and how we actually do that. I know for so many of us, there are things we want to speak on in the world, things we want to give words to, and things we want to share, because when we don't, it feels like a piece of us is chipping away. And the truth is... Owning your truth is a big part of living in your integrity. It's taking what's inside your body and putting it on the outside. And I don't think anything is more freeing than that. This is what really allows us to be in alignment with what's uh, coming up for us (laughs) and actually sharing it and speaking it and giving words to it. So the past six weeks, I've been witnessing more truth-telling and brave sharing in the group program I'm facilitating right now called Wild and Holy Truth. And women have been coming out of the spiritual closet. Others have been launching new programs and ways to serve their communities. Others have been having assertive conversations with their family members and some, which I think is the best part have been having honest heart-to-hearts with themselves on what they've been running from, what they're ready to heal. And instead of moving further away from their truth, they are walking straight into it. And let me tell you, this is where everything changes for not just being braver, but becoming more of who you really are. Because finding your voice and using it isn't easy, right? Or else we would all be doing it. (laughs) So choosing to be bolder in a world that tells you to shrink and not cause too much commotion can sometimes feel like you're going against the current. There's the fear of what others will think, the fear that others won't like you, and the fear that you'll alienate people you love and care about if you become too loud or too much which is probably why I admire Glennon Doyle so much because, you know, here's a woman who's decided she isn't living her life for anyone else but her. You can take it or leave it. And here's where we start to assume that she stopped caring what other people think, but that's not what's really going on. So I've been moving offices this week to get ready for baby. And with that, I have found my old (laughs) sacred stash of legal pads that I like never throw away. Like I seriously have these babies since like 2014 and they're full of all kinds of dreams, business ideas, like courses I've never created, (laughs) mental notes I've written myself over the years, financial goals, like literally you name it. And one of those gems I came across last night contain notes I took at the Rising Strong book tour back in 2015 when Brene was launching her then latest book into the world. So as I was thumbing through these pages, I came across two things I wrote down that smacked me in the face, (laughs) and I wanted to share them with you. And they were, you have to care what other people think so you can build connection. And 
If we only care about what other people think, we lose our vulnerability. And these two things are really interesting to me because there's so much noise out there to not care about what other people think, which actually erodes connection. Yet we can't care only about what other people think or we'll lose our vulnerability. As in, we won't be willing to be vulnerable and share our truth if we're only caring about what others think, right? So as I've been witnessing these brave new proclamations being made in Wild Holy Truth and witnessing these women, you know, get real and not shy away from some of their biggest fears, it hasn't been that they've stopped caring about what other people think and are thus being braver because of it. It's been because they've started caring about what they think about themselves more. And this is important, getting far more selective on whose opinions matter most, which actually brings me to the topic of our podcast today, which is called the bullseye of bravery. So for the past five years, I've been teaching on the concepts of vulnerability, authenticity, bravery, and integrity. And one of the ways I teach this is by giving my clients a bullseye. So if you can imagine, (laughs) I'll draw a big bullseye on a piece of paper with the inner circle and outer rings and together we'll fill in those areas with actual people who fit in each layer. Okay. I'm going to explain all this. So I want you to imagine like the innermost circle, like the actual bullseye is full of the people that we hold the closest. We care the most about what they think. And these people are usually family, spouses, our best friends, right? And this inner circle is always far smaller than we initially think. It's usually only four to five people. So if you've been following Brene's work for a while, you know that she talks about that like one inch little tiny piece of paper where she tells you to write down everybody's names who like really matter. And it's a one inch piece of paper because there's only a few names that go on that piece, right? Those names are actually the part of your inner circle and your bullseye, okay? So now I want you to imagine that there's the next ring outside of that. And the next ring are people's opinions whom we respect. So like mentors, trusted colleagues, confidants. These people are a safe place to land for us as we're forming ideas, making big decisions, or testing out new areas of growth. And these people usually know us well from a character and personality standpoint, but they probably don't know our whole backstory, but they also don't need to in order to offer sound advice or guidance. Okay. This layer is our support circle. So we have our inner circle, most trusted people. Then we have our support circle, which is full of um, other mentors, colleagues, confidants, people that we trust. Okay. Now, the next layer are people in our associate circle. So we've had conversations with these people. Um, We might know them from a networking group. We might be connected to them through a mutual friend. We may have had like a prior working relationship with them, et cetera. And these people usually make up a vast network of all kinds of professions and areas of expertise. And the richer this network, 
the more connected and supported we typically feel when we're in a new area of exploration because there's always a friend of a friend who we can be connected to, who has wisdom to share or a direction to point us in to gain more clarity, insight, or information, right? And this is also the layer that most of us will want to continue to grow and expand, whereas the first two layers are usually fairly consistent in size. Like there's not usually a whole lot of movement like in and out of those circles, right? So then we go to the next layer, which is the outermost layer, which is the general public or the global circle. And these are people we don't know or we haven't met yet. And they might be connected in some way to our associate ring, but more or less we have like no personal connection with them and they have no personal connection with us. Okay. So that's the bullseye. <laughs> if you can imagine this. So we have the inner circle, which is the red colored center. And then we have the support circle, which is the ring outside of that. And then we have the network circle, which is the next ring. And then we have the global circle, which is the outermost ring. Okay. But what I've actually been noticing in wild and holy truth is that there's one more additional layer to this bullseye that is probably the most important. And that's the you yourself and God circle. Okay. So if you were to hit that bullseye like smack dab in the center <laughs> and it's like the littlest tiny black dot, that is your you, yourself, and God circle. It's the innermost layer that is only shared between you, yourself, and the divine. It's your innermost thoughts, desires, dreams, and fears. It's usually this circle that we keep the most guarded. And it's our personal relationship with ourselves, right? And not all of us actually have a lot of experience when it comes to being vulnerable with this circle, which I'll explain a little bit more about in a second. So what does this bullseye have to do with bravery? I'll tell you. So first of all, let's witness that bravery is correlated to vulnerability, okay? The more willing we are to be vulnerable, the braver we become. And the safer we feel to be vulnerable, the more willing we are to lean into it, okay? Now, most of us don't start off practicing vulnerability or being brave in our outermost circles, right? Those are a little bit scarier for us. And so most of us actually start in the innermost circles first, but it doesn't always happen in the order you would necessarily imagine, okay? So most would assume that a typical progression would be starting from the inside and working your way out. Be vulnerable with yourself first, then your inner circle, then your support circle, then your network circle, then your global circle, right? Yet here's what's really interesting. What I notice the most often is that many of us feel safer practicing vulnerability in our support circle first, then our inner circle, and then ourselves. And then we move out into our associate or network circle and our global circle last. Now, why would this be? So consider this. Our support circle, although full of people who are close to us, right? typically don't have a lot of emotional buy-in 
to the decisions we make or the people we become. They're there as a means of support during certain phases of our journey. And some of those people are there for many, many chapters, <laughs> while others are only there for a few. Meanwhile, our inner circle is usually there for the long haul, right? These people aren't going anywhere. Like we have our, our longest term relationships with these people and nor do we want them to go anywhere. Their emotional buy-in is usually the highest and who we become not only affects us, it also affects them. So that's why like when you're going through a spiritual awakening, for instance, like your partner may not be the first person you lean into for support unless they have a lot of wisdom to share in this area. <laughs> you're much more likely to lean into someone from your support circle who you feel safe with to tease some things apart and kind of like gaining some perspective and fitting some pieces together before bringing them to your partner. And like the same thing in business decisions, you're much more likely to seek advice from someone from your support circle who has the business experience and perspective you need before bringing all the facts and data to your partner. Now, this, of course, would be different if you and your partner are in business together, right? Because I do know some couples like that. But in this scenario, your partner is actually in multiple rings of your bullseye. They're serving one role in your inner circle as your spouse and they're serving another role in your support circle. Okay, does that make sense? So as we practice something new or start sharing more about ourselves in a certain area, we use our support circle as a major playground for trying out new things. And the people we keep in our support circle are so incredibly important. Like to have like-minded, trustworthy people that you respect who also bring a wealth of wisdom to your life <laughs> is an invaluable piece of learning to be braver. And what I'm witnessing inside Wild and Holy Truth is the building of this support circle. So inside this container, women are building connection and safety to be vulnerable. And they're then carrying that vulnerability into their inner circle which is strengthening their relationships and then also carrying it to their, their network circle and global circle with more confidence, which translates to them owning their truth out loud, which is so cool to witness, right? And the greater impact this is having though is creating clear boundaries around vulnerability, caring what certain people think, right? As this is the foundation for connection, but not giving all people's opinions the same weight, which is actually what keeps most of us from sharing our truth in the first place. We give far too much weight to what the global circle is going to think about our truth instead of being far more focused on our inner circle. And more importantly, are you yourself in God's circle? Because let's be real, you guys, it's this innermost circle that matters most, right? And this brings me to the coolest part about what we're creating about and holy, that by being in this strong support circle with each other, we're learning how to honor our you, yourself, and God circle more. And in so doing, we aren't just shifting the way we show up for the world. We're shifting the way we show up for ourselves. And what's happening is deeper truth, deeper integrity, more freedom, more self-trust, most importantly. And as a result, more bravery and the ripple effect this will have will continue to unfold for like years, years to come, right? When it comes to building self-trust, the goal 
is to seek and honor our inner wisdom first and foremost. But the place we tend to get caught is that we assume that self-trust should be some island that never needs any other support or we aren't doing it right, right? And I have an episode about that on the Enoughness Revolution, which I'm going to ping to because it's so incredibly important. But what I've witnessed time and time again, like in my group work and one-on-one work, is that our self-trust actually increases the more we're intentional with creating supportive environments where we find our people, where we feel a sense of belonging and know we're surrounded by people who have our backs. So people in our inner circle and our support circle should point us to our own wisdom instead of away from it. And when this happens, we're guided to trust ourselves more, which is the foundation of confidence and bravery. Okay. So this whole bullseye concept is such a easy way to kind of look at who are your people that are in each circle and do these people, are they in the right circle first and foremost? Because sometimes we have people who are in our support circle that really need to be in our network circle. Sometimes we have people in our innermost circle who really need to be more in our support circle and so on and so on. Okay. So I leave you with this today. A few things, actually. If you were to draw your own bullseye, do you know who you would place in your inner circle and your support circle? Because these two are the most important. Are these people filled with souls you admire, respect, trust, and are supportive? Okay? And if not, I encourage you to evaluate those you are keeping close because these spots should be coveted and filled with intention. For instance, are you keeping a friend in your inner circle out of obligation when you've outgrown the friendship? Okay. So just keep in mind, you maintain full authority to move someone from your inner circle to your associate circle or from your inner circle to your support circle. You get to choose how close this person is to you and how much their opinions matter. Okay. And you can change that at any time. The second thing, Do you know how to move in and out of these circles to practice vulnerability and bravery? Okay. So keep in mind, most of us who struggle with vulnerability love to play in our support circle and even sometimes our associate circle, our network circle first, because we have the least to lose. Yet playing in these circles can actually increase more confidence to be more vulnerable with the people who matter most, including ourselves. Okay. For instance, I'm much more likely to try out political ideas in my network circle first (laughs) before bringing them to my family because mm, my family and I usually don't see eye to eye (laughs) on political things. And so owning that truth and standing in it, it's a little bit less vulnerable to do it in my associate circle because I have less to lose. That makes sense. So sometimes we can actually lean on our associate circle and our support circles to build more confidence to move to our innermost circle um, where we have the most emotional buy-in, right? And lastly, and this is so incredibly important, but I really want you to sit with, especially if you have some big, bold truths you're trying to share with the world. They're like right up, you know, top of your throat. You keep on swallowing them down because it's scary. Are you giving more weight to what the global circle thinks than your you, yourself, and God circle? 
because this is where integrity and authenticity are made or broken. Okay. We can either choose ourselves and stop self-abandoning because we care more about what we think, or we can chip away at ourselves by trying to fit in with people who have no emotional buy-in with who we become. Big, right? We can either choose ourselves and stop self-abandoning because we care more about what we think, or we can chip away at ourselves by trying to fit in with people who have no emotional buy-in with who we become. So, big question. (laughs) And I think that this exercise is actually really helpful in getting clear on whose opinions you're giving a lot of weight to when it comes to sharing your truth more boldly in the world. So we can change our inner circles, our support circles, even our network circles, but we will never be able to change our you, yourself, and God circle, okay? No matter where you run, there you are. So make sure that you're living in congruency with what matters most and for all that is holy. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with others who are willing to do the work to own their truth because truth-telling and brave action-taking are contagious. And when it comes to living in integrity and being braver, learning to tune in and honor the truth of your soul is the foundation for living a life guided by your own wisdom. Okay. We want to surround ourselves by people who are continuously pointing us back to our own knowing. So being very selective about who's in our inner circle, who's in our support circle is a life changer. It's a game changer for how we start showing up for ourselves and trusting ourselves more. So I just wanted to plant a few seeds here (laughs) in how we actually use the people around us to practice being braver because I'm witnessing it on so many different levels inside this community of Wild and Holy. And I am going to be sending out personal invitations for a new opportunity to work together next year, which I'm so excited about. It's called Wild and Holy Year. It's going to run from March 2018 through March 2019 where it's going to be a very intimate group of women who are ready to be truth tellers and brave action takers and holding each other accountable to being braver together. And I'm going to put all the information down in the show notes because this is going to be so delicious. We're going to have a group call once a month. We're going to have a guest expert come in once a month. And I'm so excited to tap into my network circle for this because I have so many amazing women who just have wisdom in areas that I don't, who are willing to come and share, you know, their perspective and their knowledge with all of you, which is going to be such a rich, rich community blessing. And we're also going to have many mastermind calls, which have totally changed the game um, in Wild and Holy Truth for building that connection so you can be braver and lean into that vulnerability with each other. And this has probably been like the biggest shift to my work this year is creating these mini masterminds where y'all actually meet without me and really just get to stand in your own knowing. And that's a really important piece to being braver because it builds that self-trust. And then we're also going to have a guided meditation each month, if you just kind of integrate all the shifts that are happening in your life throughout this year together. And you're going to have a free Facebook community where we're going to be talking all month long, all year long, really, in between our calls. 
But the really cool thing that I'm doing is I'm offering a upper tier to all this. So you get a one-on-one call with me each month and you get a free wild and holy weekend. So we're actually going to meet in person. We're going to have a weekend retreat together and the value that is being offered in this program just makes me so excited. So the lower tier, which gets all of those things I just mentioned, except for the one-on-one and the retreat is $150 a month. And the higher tier is $350 a month, which makes us so doable um, to welcome in so many of the people that I love working with who are early on in business, um, who are new in the coaching world, who are therapists, who are helpers, who are healers, who really want to be able to join a community that supports them and points them to their own wisdom so they can trust themselves more and be braver in the world. So please go and check that out. Um, Enrollment is now open for that. And there's only 10 spots available at each level. So there's 10 spots at the 150 a month level and 10 spots at the 350 month level. And three of those are already taken. So we have seven left. So if this is something that is calling to you, I definitely want you to go and check out the page so you can read all about it in detail, Um, all the retreat dates, all the good stuff, what times we're going to be meeting. And if it's doable for you and you're like, hell yes, I want to be held in this container for a year to grow and expand and shift and evolve into my bravest self, then I would love for you to come and join us. So I will see you guys next week for another episode on Wild and Holy Radio. I hope you have an amazing start to this last week of November because it's going to be December soon and we're heading into the end of the year, which is crazy and exciting and I cannot wait for all 2018 has to offer. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.